0: Lessons from the Road Do you remember what it was like to be on I-5 during rush hour before the pandemic? When, as we were making our way homeward, we might fiddle with the radio and swear under our breath about the traffic, popping forward and stopping, popping forward and stopping, inch by inch, mile by mile, making our way up the highway? When we might observe the rush hour crowd, the man who swerved from lane to lane, his sports car a ribbon of red impatience weaving around the other cars, or the woman in the green Prius who sat in the lane beside us, her face screwed with stress, her nail tapping at the window. As I recall that rush hour experience, my mind wanders to the teachings of Moses Cordovero, a 16th century Kabbalist. To that man, to that woman, to me, Rabbi Cordovero teaches, your forehead should not be tense at all, but rather always resemble the forehead of the Eternal One, so that you soothe everyone. Even if you come across angry people, soothe and calm them with your goodwill. Your ears should always be tuned to hear the good. Your eyes should not gaze at anything disgraceful. Rather, they should always be open to notice those who suffer. Your mouth should produce nothing but good. The words you speak should always be Torah. Never generate angry or ugly words, curses, or nonsense. (laughs) Well, clearly, Rabbi Cordovera was never stuck in a small car in afternoon traffic on I-5. But then in a flash, I remember the tagline to Rabbi Cordovero's teaching when he wrote, it is impossible, of course, to conduct yourself according to these qualities constantly. Accustom yourself to them little by little. The essential quality to attain, the key to them all, is humility. Humility. Little by little, mile by mile, we're all vehicles on a journey moving forward. As a people, we're counting our steps on our journey from Egypt to Sinai. And we're in the Sfirat HaOmer, the period of the counting of the Omer, when we count the 49 days separating Passover and Shavuot. And today is the 10th day of the counting. Originally a celebration of the agricultural season, this period became a time of introspection for everyone when each of us is asked to go through a process of preparing our souls for revelation, just as the Israelites prepared in the desert to receive Torah on Sinai. You and I are in that wilderness in between, amazed by where we have been and preparing for what will be. And it's no easy task to be on this journey little by little step by step it's a transitional place we're in together a no man's land neither here nor there our sages have helped structure this time of uncertainty by teaching that we can only reach the mountaintop of sinai we can only touch the divine in our lives by slowly overcoming the invisible obstacles that we place before us on our own path. Each of these seven weeks moves us along on our spiritual journey. Each week gives us an opportunity to let go of that which keeps us from seeing different aspects of God within ourselves, within others, and within our world. Teachers of Jewish mysticism, of Kabbalah, call these different aspects of God the ten spherot. The spherot emerge from the indescribably simple core of the divine, that which has no end, known as the Ein Sof, and within which the whole universe exists. All that is, teach the Kabbalists, is God. The Kabbalists believe that as the eternal one's presence permeates the universe, ten different divine qualities, the spherots, can be perceived. These ten qualities are the reason we see differences in the world, the reason we think we're each separate beings, one from the other. But in truth, the spirit are not agents of separation, but rather the means by which we experience the unity of God and the interconnectedness of our lives. The ways in which we become aware that we all are bayachad, as one, together. Week by week, Step by step, during this journey together, we clear the path, making room to let each of these divine qualities fill our souls. Last week, during week one, we focused on chesed, on the loving kindness that is the divine source of our lives. This week, during week two, we turn our attention to Givurah, to divine strength and justice. If love is the wellspring of our lives, then justice is the vessel through which that love flows. Rabbi Cordovero's words echo in our ears. The key to accessing all of these divine qualities is humility. To be humble doesn't mean to belittle yourself. To be humble is to clearly recognize our gifts and our strengths and to acknowledge that they are not our own, but that they were given to us for our higher purpose than to just satisfy our own needs. To be humble is to know that the myth of ego is just that, a myth, that we are not not one of us self-sufficient. We are each necessary and dependent necessary to others for their survival, dependent on others for our own survival. To be humble is to break down the boundaries that separate us from one from the other, and to recognize how small we are on our own, but how grand we become when we see how we are all one, bayachad, week by week, step by step, Mile by mile, when we count each day between Passover and Shavuot in preparation for receiving Torah at Sinai, we celebrate our lives as they are at this very moment. We stop thinking about where we are going to and simply delight in where we are. We stop focusing on who we are going to be and simply delight in who we are right now. We appreciate from the humble depths of our soul our flawed and fantastic lives in this very moment. A final lesson. Knowing that I-5 during this pandemic is more open, especially at night, we drive forward. We are aware that our trip will be fleeting. We feel the car move swiftly down the highway, flowing in accord with the nighttime breeze. We open our window and listen to the hush of nightfall that settles in the indigo sky above and on the gray pavement below. We take note of the light that suddenly shines in the dome of the heavens. We turn with the bend in the road and see the full springtime moon through our windshield, the culprit of the wash of blues and light before us. We comprehend the beauty of being alive. This is life, this moment of floating and weightlessness with the night sky above and the long road ahead as the full moon rises. All that is, is God.